You're listening to The Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by Miniquip Hire, WA's leading machinery hire company, supporting the Landscape Industries Association, WA. G'day landscapers, welcome to another episode of Green Thumbs Up, the landscaping podcast brought to you by landscapers, for landscapers, and brought to you by our very good friends at Miniquip Hire, Domus and Bailey's Fertiliser. And today we've got Benno in the hot seat asking the questions with me. And who have we got, Benno? We have Adrian from Access Landscape Solutions. Yeah, boys. Um, how are you, mate? Bloody fantastic. Yeah, good. So, um... Obviously, you know, we've got we've set this podcast up to try and talk to um, local landscapers and just find out a little bit about them, mate. So, you know, one of the first questions we've got is to, you know, ask how you got into the industry. So how was that, mate? Um, it was good. Pretty similar to Ryan. I started my time, uh, did some work experience, finished school and um, started up with uh, a landscaper, local landscaper and uh, went from there. And You're allowed to name names or not? Yeah, not. he's not around anymore. Proscape, I think they were years ago. Yeah, I'm sort of from. They had a yeah, good, they had good, beach. good rig, good truck. Like a, yeah, is that an them? Old, an old bunky. No, yeah. Dirty bucket. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Got a couple of yellow stickers yeah. on it. So. I don't remember a whole lot, no. mate. So. Um, yeah. No. Did my time there, and then went on to go and do some work with um, uh, Tim Davies. And spent uh, nine years with Tim Davies and then did some time with Martin Cuthberts. Uh, did five years there. And then sort of in between that time, I went to a, a small landscape company. They aren't around anymore. Um, did about eight months there. And then decided that I'd worked for quite a lot of people within the industry, bigger companies. And then, um, yeah, started my own thing, which has been... So, so obviously, um, you know, working for Tim, what did, what, what did you do? What did you do there? Uh, started off labouring, so we started on the Northbridge Tunnel. I was uh, in Broome at the time, came down to Perth. Are you 65 years old? Because like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just about. Because that's the next question, is like how long you've been in the industry yeah, for? And yeah. it's sort of like when I say 28 years, I, I do feel old. Um, we, yeah, went, started off, again, pretty similar to Ryan. Um, started off labouring, went into a truck, leading hand, Went into then supervising and then uh, construction manager yep. over the journey. So you were construction manager at um, TDL yep, back correct. in the day. And how many, like what sort of role, did, what was that? How many people worked underneath you in that? Uh, we went through almost identical through the boom. We had five teams, uh, construction teams. So I was in the resi construction. There was also commercial construction that was a separate entity all running under the same banner. Yep. And then they obviously had maintenance there as well. Um, I think at the time we had, yeah, five teams, two or three guys plus contractors. So, yeah, probably 15, 20 staff. Then they had the office staff also with th- going through the design side of things. So, good, really good learning curve and, and how it's, it is exactly where I cut my teeth. So, yep. so that's where you pick everything yeah, up. Definitely. So, did, yep. you, you, did you do an apprenticeship? I same thing again. Yep. Did my time after hours. I went and did uh, all my RPLs. Yep. And uh, went to Sunshine Tafe down at Crane. 
Oh yeah, yeah, and, I remember uh, that. We yeah, used yeah. to we used to steal um, chop milks from the um, back fridge. Yeah, they used yeah. to leave it open for some reason. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can tell how much I've learned. <laughs> then hot chicken roll from Red Rooster as well. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I'd, I'd after hours, so I went to work, finished work, and then and went and did my uh, effectively apprenticeship, and then went on and did my um, qualifications. So I finished my effectively Cert three, and then went on to do Cert four as well. Yep. So you obviously did a mix of on the job training and yep. you know through TAFE. What did, did how how did you see it? Did um where did you where did you learn most of oh, what def- you know? Definitely on site. On site. Yeah, yep. 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 Um, you know when you'd worked from say for example six thirty seven o'clock till four, then did you know four thirty till sometimes ten o'clock at night trying to get through two or three different modules mm-hmm. uh, by the time that you know eight to ten was pretty hard especially when you're learning about soils and it's not the most exciting no exactly you'd be falling asleep i guess at that point but um, um i mean it, it was good uh but definitely more so on site yeah on job yeah nice um and going back to it i know now we've worked out that you, you are over 65 <laughs> but um <laughs> re- oh, is that retirement yeah, age nowadays yeah, or yeah. almost well, yeah well um uh, so how long you've been? It's twenty eight years, you say. Yeah, twenty eight years, assume. So, and um, as access, uh, seven years. Yep. Yep. Uh, be eight years next year. So, and and sort of where are you at with with access at the moment? Like how many staff you got? What jobs are you doing? Do you want to give us a bit of a background yeah. in in that? I, in the early days, it was just as everyone starts. You, myself. One other guy. Mm-hmm. Then it grew from there. Uh, went into a premises <coughs> when I sort of outgrew what was going on at home, and then went from myself to one, then two. We've got up to seven. We've got a supervisor on at the moment, but then I've just scaled back down. So we're sitting at between five and six plus subbies. Yep. Just uh, one thing that I really wanted to do because I'd worked for decent size or you know good size companies in the past. I didn't want to lose sight of having too many people and then they become a number. Yeah. So I, I really, you know, if I, I expect from them what I would do myself. Mm-hmm. So if I've got to dig trenches, I'll dig trenches. If I've got to retick, if I've got to plant plants, yeah, that sort of thing. So, you know, in, in talk, let's go through that. So you are you still out on site every day with the, with the boys and the girls? You yeah. working? Yeah, not as much as I'd like to be. Yep. Um, because it's like that old... The old saying that goes, you know, you either work in the business or you work on it. And my problem is I enjoy working in it more than working on it. Um, probably to the detriment of me getting bigger, but I've I always set myself a goal not to be too big because otherwise I think you just lose sight on what you're trying to achieve. Yep. So, and what what are you you know what are you trying to achieve? Looking out, you know, good quality product. Um, you know, what are your values you, that you're you're basing everything. Um, I just want to really do, you know, good work for good clients yep. and then also have a, a good result so that you do have the, exactly the same feedback from the client. They ring you and say, mate, I've just had the kid's birthday party around with 20 or 30 people in a bouncy castle and everyone's commenting on oh. how the place looks now. Yeah, well, there's nothing better than when no. you get a text from a client on a Sunday afternoon and they're, like you say, have the kid's birthday party or they just, you know, I've, I've had clients text me saying how it's changed their life. Yeah. You know, and you're like, geez, that's a pretty big compliment. You know, if you can if you can do that, um, you know, enough times, I think that's a pretty good start. Yeah, and it doesn't go without its, you know, 
trials and, you know, obviously you don't get it right every time, but when you do get it right, is the satisfaction, money comes, you know, it's a, a long way second in regards to having that, the feedback from clients and a, a good positive feedback. Mm -hmm. you, know, yep. you can do a $5,000 job, you can do a $200,000 job, a $300,000 job. At the end of the day, if the client is absolutely stoked with what you do, it's, yeah, money's... Yeah, irrelevant, yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you work for a lot of designers, I guess, in Perth, would you, um, would you say, or do you do a lot of your design and construct yourself? How does it, how does it work? Uh, I, I actually really like the design aspect. <coughs> yep. I'm not a designer. No, um, but you've but sort of learnt on the job, yeah, I guess, you know. Yep. Um, but my, I guess, skill set is probably not so, in, not so much in the design. Um, the operations side of things, I really enjoy the operations and I love a good schedule, sticking to a time frame, getting a job completed within a certain period of time and knowing that it's not dragging on. Mm -hmm. I'll probably leave the design now to, um, to the professionals. Yep. I know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, because it's just, I can, I can burn hours on design and it's just, it's burnt money. So, you, so you, you, you're saying you don't do design work at the moment or? No, not, not so much the design. I'll, uh, I work with some really good landscape architects and designers. Yep. And yeah, my time is better spent um, taking their, their vision, I guess, and then making that. So how do you go with that? Because sometimes it's obviously difficult once you've, 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 you've rock, you know, someone rocks up with you with a design in front of you mm. and then you've got to sort of build that design. Do, do, you, do you have any issues with that or um, uh, is it documentation? Is it I think it's aligning yourself with someone that <coughs> they're pretty clear on their, their brief yep. but they also have flexibility. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest key with aligning yourself with a good designer or good architect, landscape architect, mm -hmm. that has a little bit of flexibility as well. So they're not too rigid and they don't get to the point where it's like, no, this is what happens. They don't, mate, and I don't want any changes, yeah, you know, like you know, that I'm sort of... This yeah. product, if you can't get it and you've got to wait, that's, you'll have to wait. So there's, that definitely makes... Um, that impacts exactly... You know, and, I, and I guess once you've, um, you know, got that relationship, do you feel now that you've, if you've got... Um, one of the landscape art architects' plans, you can make those changes without. I mean, obviously, you'd probably still run it by the client because they're the ones mm. paying you at the end of the day. Mm. But you feel like you can make those changes without having a first first port of call. Probably <coughs> because of the the job or the projects come in, you've been recommended by the, the landscape architect. Yep. Design it always yep. goes back to them yep. first. Okay, um, you would obviously get approval with that and say, "I can't do this." Or how do you how do you feel about this if I can't get this product? Then it will go through the client. Yep. But that that whole transition needs to be very transparent. Yep. Um, just purely because if it's not, that's where it gets lost in translation, and people go, well, "Hang on a minute, I paid someone to give me a design. You're changing it. Well, where's you know?" Yeah. Go back to the designer, run exactly. it by them. Yeah, and then get a get a feel for it. Yep. So yeah. Um, and so you've obviously you've got a pretty good relationship with these architects and designers. Um, how how did you? How did that happen? That's from being in the industry for 65 years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's, um, You've seen a few go then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seen a few, quite a fair few come and go. Um, I think the biggest thing is I, I don't in any way want to take on and, and, you know, like say, for example, going back to TDL, Tim's been in the industry. He's been an industry leader for decades. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, 
but you also I've learned so much from him but he should be recognized for what he has actually done there's not very many people in Perth that haven't done their time with Tim Davies yeah there's very few oh look we have we have landscape um, landscaping events mm. and you look around the room yeah. and you know she's been with Tim yeah. he's been with you know like it is pretty much majority of the people that have run their own landscaping companies yeah. installers or designers yeah. have probably done some time yeah, at totally at yeah. Tim Davies landscaping yeah. so i mean you know for training of people it's amazing really you know yeah. what he's what he's done i mean probably the percentage would be bloody you know 80% i reckon where people have been been through the school yeah. the TDL school so yeah talking about um, you know do you just focus on the higher end landscaping jobs because looking at some of the work that you do is that is that like a focus for you or is that um, something that's just happened or you know yeah, it's, it's, you're grown into that how how's that how's that evolved I did probably in the early <coughs> days a lot of uh, weekend work um, yep. and obviously had a family young got older kids now and been married for a long time been in the industry for a long time um, that was probably one thing I really I struggled with with starting my own business. I really didn't want to go back to, you know, laying 600 by 600 slabs under a shed floor mm. on a Saturday for 150 bucks. Yep. And that's that was a really hard transition, but that then led on to being able to say no, and that was the hardest thing. It's only taken the last two years where I've been able to say no because there's so much volume of work rather than just saying yes to everyone. And you and you been able to manage it because I don't still no, struggle. I, still, I, still, like, I do yeah. struggle with it, but it's when it you, you take it off your workload and you say no, and in the most polite way that you can, but they're the jobs that you're trying to obviously filter and concentrate on certain jobs that might, may or may not get you, yeah, you know, a little bit more coverage or yeah, it's yeah. not so much the coverage; it's more so find that you, you normally get a pretty good feel from a client within the first meeting. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, you know, and they, are the, they get the same for you as exactly. well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You, can either, you can either walk into a meeting <coughs> and you know straight away that money's going to be no object to a certain point um, and it's, they just want that finish or you normally get a pretty good feel for it to say, you know, maybe I'm not the right person for this job. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, you know, talking about how you, you go about constructing the jobs, you say you've got um, five, six, seven you know, internal staff. What's the percentage of subcontract and and guys that are doing the, the stuff in, in in house for you? Like, how does how does that work? Yeah, I don't. I don't have the luxury of having really good chippies on board. That's a really hard uh, role to fill to keep them busy. Um, yeah, yep. I think you know, like the guys that are currently working with us, um, we concentrate on doing really good. Soft landscaping, mm-hmm. um, but then you've also got to have that um, diversity. When you take staff on, is then going okay. Well, I need to be able to skill these guys up so that I'm not relying on trades, mm-hmm. but then I can also be running, you know, four, five, six, seven jobs at once. I've got my trades on site. Then the guys follow. Then the trades might come in, and then the guys follow again, and we finish off. Yeah, and that's yeah. how it has to roll. Yeah, um, because then you get to a certain point. It is almost a monster that you've got to feed. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Th- that's yeah. Then going back to the previous question about you just don't want to get too busy. 
Yeah, okay. So um, all the hard landscaping you're saying, you you know, you use subcontractors. Is that, is that uh, what I'm hearing? Or you, you're upskilling? You yeah, probably 50-50. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So specialist trades like, you know, you've got guys that come in <coughs> very good. Your plasters, your brickies, micro cement, you know, chippies, doing certain trades. Yes, they will come in. Um, but getting the guys skilled up to lay stone, we're doing a lot of steel, um, you know, obviously planting, transplants, garden lighting, uh, retic and good soil prep, all those items that are just your day-to-day. Yeah, you can tick. The guys you can, need to be yeah. really good at. Yeah. So. And they've, you've become pretty fairly, they've become fairly proficient in that. Um, There's always room for improvement. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, you know, going back to some of the questions that we've asked a lot of the other landscapers, you know, it's getting it – was it's been bloody hard. Mm. And, you know, we talk to landscapers just having a beer, um, you know, finding staff – um, so is that been since COVID? Has that been major, you know, a big problem for you? Uh, I think so because you don't have that flexibility of um, there's no uh, hired help, so to speak. Um, probably have quite an issue with paying the current rates at the moment for very unskilled staff. Yep. Um, so you are you talking labour hire or do yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. I've been yep. down the track of labour hire. You know, when I first started. We had a lot of guys on uh, ABN, yep. uh, so we didn't have a lot of staff. But then come very, uh, uh, busy periods, then they're all off. They who disappear. Paying, yeah, yeah. Whoever's paying the most. Yep. There's no continuity. Mm-hmm. So then you go down the track of having staff, but then there's also the added issues with making sure you can keep those staff busy. Yeah, and you get down days, yeah. um, and you, you know, know whatever. for guys to clean stuff in the warehouse if it's raining. But then... But you've got them tomorrow, I guess, when it's sunny and they're ready to go. So, so, um, so yeah. I mean, it, so it has become an issue. Is there any other issues that you've had with COVID? Is it or has it been, you it know, hasn't slowed down. So you know, talking about the level of you know work referrals wise, like how do you go about? You know, are you at the point now where you say, I can't deal with any more, or do you say, um, you know, we're taking bookings a year out? How do you how do you go about? Um, you know, dealing with people that ring you? Um, trying to be very honest at the moment. We're <coughs> getting back to clients just to get out to um, get quotes, like obviously have a site meeting and get quotes out. You know, you're looking sort of three to four weeks. Yep. And what was that um, prior? Oh, probably half that, at, yep. le- at least. Week or and two. And then being able to service clients quickly, get a quote out, you know, and spend the best part of eight to ten hours to get a quote, to do your takeoffs, get everything sorted out, prepare it, issue it, Make sure it goes out, and then have another meeting. Yeah, yeah. Go through a couple of revisions, and then you know, normally you'll suss a client out and sort of say, okay, well, they're either a yes or no, or or they're sitting on the fence. Yep. Um, But now (coughs) it's just that backlog of there's so much work to get through, plus also the operation side of things as well that it's taking a lot longer. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So I mean, quoting, you know, just doing all that's taking longer. What about, you know, uh, uh, when you're speaking before, you like to be organised, you like to be scheduled. How's your schedules going? Because, you know, from a landscaper, I know that our time frames definitely um, are significantly longer than what they've probably been in the past. Um, and we've got to sort of nurse clients through the, the, the heartache or the heartburn or whatever they're feeling from, from you <laughs> know, things good, taking a little bit longer. Term. So uh, how, how are you going with that? Is it, is it still plain sailing or is it...? No, definitely not. I think a lot of the builders <coughs> are probably feeling the impact on material. 
um, and then also they're getting they're having issues with getting trades. Yeah. And then obviously with everyone knows landscaping is one of the it's a final finish trade. If the builder's two months behind, we're two or three months behind. Yeah. And then that's for that builder, next builder, next builder, mums and dads. You know, then your architect designs, and it yeah. all flows downhill. Yeah. So, so are you? Um, you know, is your schedule fairly fluid that you've got to basically keep in um, your communication with people saying, you know, we've been pushed back, we've started a job, we're going to be behind, yeah. and, and it, what is? Because from my you know, we found that that's been quite good because you can be fairly honest with people now, whereas probably two years ago yeah. you'd try and juggle it, whereas now you can say, look, yeah. we are behind. And I think also people are coming to the realisation that, you know, I've got one staff member that's got COVID and then, hang on, they're in a car with another one, they've got COVID, we've just lost a week here, another week here, another week there, and people are actually starting to realise that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's on the news. It's yeah. on, you know, like you don't have to be blind Freddy to... You know, see Channel Nine News every night. There's definitely a labour shortage. Yeah. You know, that's transitioned from every industry really, and we're just part of that. You know, worldwide, I think at the moment. So tail end of it. Yeah, well, possibly the tail end of it. So um, talking about you're doing, you know, reasonably high end or pr- pretty much some of the best projects going around in Perth, from what I can see. Um, you know, I get on the Instagram every now and again, and I'm like wowed by a lot of the jobs I see that you do. Do you? Um, talking. Yeah, pretty much. Well, just trying to look so I can copy you, really. But um, uh, <laughs> just being honest, mate. Um, do you guys do you enter awards? You, is that a focus for you, or is that? Um uh, we probably will do this year. Um, it hasn't been something, you know, that I've really I wanted to push because yep. I, I I don't. The goal is not to get in to start taking over the world. No, and I don't. But it all helps, you yeah, know. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's it, likewise also with the form of advertising and the way that you can advertise and the signage and the uniforms and all things like that. Um, definitely it'll be something this year because I have aligned with some really good, a really good landscape architect. Yep. Um, Any like, names? He knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll um, just keep it yeah, on the yeah, lowdown, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, be, we might have to get him on one day. He'll be on next like, episode, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah. He knows who he is. Yeah, <laughs> the good-looking bloke in the Nike shoes. Yeah. Um, but from that point of view, I, I think you know when you do align yourself with someone, I, I think it's good that you, you are recognised for it. But without, you don't want to be a yeah, an award. I can't use, win- that, yeah, you can't use yeah. that word, but you no, a wanker. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, no you can like, use it. It's fine. <laughs> it. Yeah, but I, I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to sit there and go. Oh, I align myself with just this bloke, and this is all we do, and this is our market. Yeah, I'm not really interested in that. I think you need to be. You can't have all your eggs in one basket, but I think it's good that you get recognised for the quality of work that you do. So, talk about marketing. Um, is your marketing Instagram? Only would you say, or website, I mean, no. have you done any other th- marketing? Uh, website, no. Instagram, definitely yes. Uh, I'm not on Facebook, but that was my choice, and I very, <coughs> I'm very clear on my Instagram. I don't. It's not personal. It's just business. Um, and from that point of view, I find, like I'm saying, you know, signage, vehicles, uniforms, and just trying to make sure that the guys, from a point of view. A lot of work is referral work. Yep. Um, but then when you present well, people go, it's like seeing a plumber drive down the freeway and if he's got crap hanging off the car, you go, well, if that's how he treats his car, how is he going to do my job? Yeah. Whereas yep. if you see guys that look after the gear and they present well, 
That's yeah, it goes a long way, I think. You know, well, it's a good starting point. So, all right, we're getting towards the end of our chat at the moment. Um, but you know, we've obviously the landscaping industry. Is it a friendly industry? Oh, Do you catch up with yeah. a few of the boys and girls, and yeah. you and you involved with in that side of things? I, I think one of the biggest things from the last yeah, sort of seven years doing this myself is probably um, pulling myself out of that bubble of being involved in a bigger business and then going, I've met the likes of, um, and I can say his name. Yeah, you're allowed. Like, to, yeah. like Drew from Word Landscapes. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice plug. Um, Sam, yourself, um, you know, there, there's so many others that are there that we, we were really in a bubble. Yeah. And then once you extract yourself from that bubble, you realise that everyone's just doing the same thing. They're having a crack at themselves. Most people are going through that same, the same issues, you know. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, if you ring me and say, listen, we're struggling for a carpenter. Have you got a guy? Yeah. I'm going to say, no, get stuff. He's mine. I'm keeping him. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? like it's, there's not that whole, you know, I've got to have him. I've got to keep him to myself. Yeah, I think I think people are willing to help out, you know, if someone needs a tree or a yep. plant or a paver or, you know, one square metre of cladding that might be lying around our yard, someone will ring and, you know, have a nosy around. So I think, you know, just, um, you know, what goes around comes around. I, I, that's my belief anyway. So Good trades are normally working for the same guys that are doing the same yep. calibre of work. Yep. So, yep. you know, you've got a, a specific... Micro cement applicator that yep. most guys will use. No, you can you, you know can talk a manual. Yeah, he knows who yep. he is. Yep. So, yep. But you know, I mean, you, you align yourself with a really good contractor, and he's he's also doing work for really good landscapers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's a good guy. So you, you, you nice sort guy. of yeah, you get that fit, and everyone um, either gets on the bandwagon and knows him. So yeah. Um, all right. Um, one last question. What do you do outside? You're obviously fairly passionate about the industry and your business, but what do you do outside of it to, to unwind and relax? You, you've obviously, you know, tell us a bit about what you do out, outside. Yeah, I don't mind having a beer. Um, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In certain circles. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I'm very, I'm probably quite simplistic. Love going camping. Love fall driving. Mm-hmm. I do have a passion for uh, things that may make a little bit of noise and... Not, uh, you know, motorbikes I'm talking about. Yep, yep. I, I knew what you were talking about. I just didn't know whether I could say it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah but things like that. Just something to take, yeah, probably enjoy the rush a little bit with, uh, yeah, not a... Yeah. Thrill seeker. A little bit. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, cool. Oh, all good. Well, th- um, thanks very much, mate, for telling us a bit about your life and your business. And um, like landscapers out there, I think listening in will, you know, they get a benefit from this just hearing other stories, and they understand that everyone's going through, you know, similar similar things in their in their day days. So yeah, thanks for that, Adrian and oh, Benno. Yeah. Cheers, really mate. Thanks so much, Adrian. You've been listening to the Green Thumbs Up, brought to you by the Landscape Industries Association WA. Sponsored by Mini Quip Hire.